G, Jim. Oh my G. We're just checking our levels right now. Not sure if we're going to use this intro. We might use the intro. Jim is uh, just inquisitively looking at our soundboard right now, and it looks like we're actually going to use it. Okay, so this well, is hold, hold on a second. Going to Let be me, yep. Our how Absolutely. are the low? Yeah, okay, we'll okay. use it. Okay, Great. keep awesome. going. Okay, this super. Is this is one of our best intros, I think. Um, I'm really oh. happy right now that I'm here, Jim. It's always so good to see you. You too, uh, man. So. so I was thinking about this, man. Um, the other day, you know, uh, the, 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 the mentality exists where you really shouldn't worry about the past because you can't change the past. Mm-hmm. You can't. You shouldn't worry necessarily about the future either because the future, if the future doesn't exist. That story hasn't necessarily been written yet. And that's why there's so much emphasis put, put, put on the, 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 the now. This moment is all that matters kind of thing. And what, because I mean, what you do now is obviously going to dictate what your future is going to be, is going to look like. So if you're afraid you might lose your job, if you're afraid that you're, you know, do things now so that maybe, if you do lose your, lose your job, it's not going to be as bad. Like learn a skill now. So you're still going to be employable or start putting money away or whatever it is. You can do something in, in this moment so, so that the future is going to be different, but you can't change the past. So why mm-hmm. worry about it? Mm-hmm. But let's say your past affects your present in a certain way. Now, I understand that you shouldn't worry about it, but I mean, how do you not think about it? constantly right i mean if, if decisions that you made in your past are affecting your present maybe even your present relationships it's hard to let go of a lot of that stuff so i mean it's easy to say to somebody hey don't worry about it that happened in your past but i mean if these are the if you know if, if if your life is being affected by that especially by you know friendships or your relationship or your family or whatever it is like there's a lot of people that i think are walking around with a ton of regret and can't seem to let it go because those past mistakes are always kind of looking at themselves in the face right that's the big a big challenge with being able to create a better future is because we're too tied to the past so it makes me think well i mean i see this all the time and i'm sure you see it as well and we you know it's part of what we do as our practice in meditation class and um a lot of the videos i watch i mean joe dispenza is a really good resource for like the science behind it right in that you're you're, I'm not going to get it right. I'm going to try to get it right. But your your body becomes your mind, right? Because you have this past trauma that you relive. You relive over and over again because sure. you think of it and you remember it. And and to a degree, like... It seems so real too, I guess. If you're and that's the thing. That. And yeah, exactly. And your and your mind and your and your physical response doesn't know the difference if exactly. it's between it being yes. real or not. And so it's as though you're reliving this experience and these awful experiences yeah too, ex- right? yeah exactly and and they are often awful experiences because we think about the things that have lasted trauma to us Correct. as opposed to like something beautiful that you can think of and i mean i know it's easy to say oh well you got a choice of what you want to think about um sometimes it doesn't seem like you do but you really do and so hmm. his take on the whole thing in the science that he's done is that you relive these past traumas your body responds in a certain way and it's just all this like familiarity Oh, and you don't, you can't get out of that pattern because of the familiarity you can, but I mean, it takes work. Like sure. He, you know, his, his Cole's notes is really the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning is don't do all that same shit that you always do. Like don't wake up thinking about what you got to do for the day and what happened and what you regret and all your past problems or your existing problems. Like you have to already get into a place where you are, I know you said, you know, you don't want to live in the future. You don't want to live in the future, but sort of what you want to do is you want to, 
create the future right now. And so sure. what, the, what the future is, is like positive, right? The yep. future is I'm well, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm happy, mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. loving. And you create, you have to create those emotions before you experience them. Oh, I love that. Before man. you actually experience yeah, them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you become familiar with them all yeah. of a sudden, right? Yeah. And the key, exactly what you said, was that in, in reliving the past traumas is that you don't know really anything different, right? So it's no different with the positive stuff. So when you when you do that, when you build that positivity, when you experience without experiencing the good stuff, you actually change he refers to it as like you upregulate your genes mm. and you you will actually change your physical makeup from doing that stuff. Fuck yes, man. It's, I don't know how to phrase this so I don't sound confusing because I'm kind of confusing my own self. But it's like <laughs> you have to it's, – it's not about living in the future of what's to come. It's living in the present about what the future is going to be. So is is that the same as manifestation then? Yeah, in effect it is. Um, I, th I don't think he necessarily puts a take on it in that aspect, but um, yeah, for for lack of a maybe more concise way to put it, yeah. It's so that's that's really fascinating man so i mean you're 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 trying to instill certain feelings in yourself before you feel them naturally yep and then eventually you just start to feel that way yeah Go like figure. before you before you actually have the experience right right so you can you can think of something i guess you'd probably would well you can think of something that has happened in the past that made you happy mm -hmm. so you you sort of have to use that, I guess, to understand what makes you happy. Oh and, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah, think sure going. I don't think I don't think it's bad necessarily to think of the past of something that makes you happy, but you just have to experience what that is without actually experiencing the the physical aspect of it or or whatever you want to attach to. I mean, he uses love as a big example, right? He he says that lots of people wait to experience love. When until they're in a relationship because sure. that's where they feel the love will come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you need to do is, is you you need to feel the experience of love within yourself first to be able to amplify that electromagnetic field of yourself to to put it out there because that's sort of what acts as the attracting force, like in the right way, right? So instead of wanting to experience love in a relationship because you feel the lack of love. So right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll in effect attract a love. That's the Genesis of lack. Whereas if you feel love without actually having external love, mm -hmm. then you're putting out this wholeness of love, like this completeness of love. Wow, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's beautifully said. That really is. It's amazing the stuff that he's that like he says, but he backs it all with science. You know, he backs it all with with fact, with like data readings and things that I would never be able to understand. Or so he says. And a big part of it is the heart coherence stuff. And we've spoken about that before about how you know you 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 do you do scientifically and physically emit this electromagnetic field. Yeah, I love that. And when you have his big thing is having the heart 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 and brain coherence. So when you have when you have two, both of those things in alignment, he compares it to like, you know, uh, ripples on the water mm -hmm. and sort of the more pebbles you drop in the one place, the more it, 
if you just drop one, you're only going to get those waves kind of in in one cycle. But if you keep dropping pub, it gets bigger and bigger because right. the amplitude of the waves they match each other, right? Yeah, yeah. And when they match each other, they expand each other or amplify each other, whatever you want, however you want to refer to it as. Mm. And that's why he's big on becoming very heart coherent. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I wholeheartedly believe that, man. You know, I believe that you can feel people. I believe that you can, you know, when you, mm-hmm. we talk about this, this, this magnetic field around them, like you can walk into a room filled with people at a party or something like that without even hearing somebody speak. You can somehow, you can, you can sometimes just have that vibe of like just people that you're a little more drawn towards, little people yep. you're a little more closed off from. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's just a fact. Like it just is. And especially if you're kind of tuned in, it's a little easier to kind of see who you gravitate towards. To, to, towards kind of just 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 naturally mm-hmm. and you know the uh you know the quick coherence technique that we do in class i the one where it's um it's like heart focus heart breathing heart feeling yes. or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah 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 that sounds familiar okay so this is what it is so it's just, what you do is you become aware of your heart so whether it's like just focus on your heart and your chest, put your hand on your chest, feel your heartbeat, whatever, whatever that it is. Space, that you, yeah. yeah. Just get there. Yeah. And then um, heart breathing is you try to imagine, envision, feel that you're breathing from your heart. Like the breath is actually, yes, your lungs are in there, but like the breath is actually going in and out of your heart, like directly. Mm-hmm. Seems kind of odd, but honestly it, you can literally do it the first time you try it. I, I think probably it speaks to how intuitive and how in alignment it is that we're supposed to be with ourselves. And then the the third part of it, and this is exactly what we're speaking about. You bring a um, memory memory of something wonderful, yeah. some experience that you've had. Right. And that could be anything that you want, right? Like it doesn't have to be amongst people. It could be in nature it could be some peaceful moment you experience yourself with a pet, whatever it might be. That's that's heart coherence. That's what brings your mind and your heart into an alignment. And then it it amplifies both of those electromagnetic magnetic fields. And just it just does everything for like your central nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system, all that kind of things, and all these things that I'm saying are inaccurate and whatever. <laughs> but it just gets you into that place where you're able to create now. Would you be comfortable sharing where you go, like what memory you or place or 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 whatever that is that that, that kind of takes you to a uh, that that kind of brings out that that feeling of wonderfulness in you? No, you would. <laughs> you you share yours. Okay, so mine is uh, when I was in uh, Hawaii. Okay, in um, Lanai. Uh, Myself and my partner at the time, we we did a, a hike to a waterfall. Yeah, and it was just the two of us. You know, we 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 drove out to this place, and uh, it wasn't like a tour or anything like that. And it was like a, I think it was about at least two hours to get to this waterfall, and the hike was super super challenging. So there wasn't a lot of people on the trail. Just the simple fact that unless you were relatively fit, you weren't going to make it to this waterfall, right? So it took about two hours there. We're in Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii. I mean, if you've been there, you know, it's, it's, it's breathtaking. It's gorgeous. You can, there are certain parts where we're climbing up these, you know, these, um, these cliffs and that kind of thing. You can almost reach up and touch the clouds. Like, I'm not even kidding. It's just this incredible place. We finally get to the waterfall, to this clearing. There's nobody there. 
at all. It's just this giant waterfall. You hear nothing but the water hitting the, uh, you know, the, the the waterfall hitting the the, the water, and uh, it's nothing but birds chirping. It's it's literally paradise, you know. Yeah. And so we take off, you know, we we get into our bathing suits, jump into the water, and it was like a baptism, man. You know, like this crisp, clear, cold water. It just hits you right away, and you're like, this is living. This is the best I've ever felt. And I swam all the way behind the waterfall. I climbed up on this rock and I sat there in that moment. I closed my eyes and I thought, I am never going to forget how good this feels. Never in my life am I ever going to forget how good this feels. So if I could take a mental picture right now, this is the moment to do it. And when I go back, I think about being like when when I'm in that, that, you know, those moments that you talked about where you're like, go back and think about a, 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 a moment where it makes you feel like you were alive. I go right back to that waterfall, man, right behind there. And I'll never forget it. I'm so glad that I actually took the opportunity to make sure that I never forgot what it felt like to be there. Yeah. And that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like finding that, that place. And it's nice that it's nice that I can go back and, and relive those kinds of memories because unfortunately I feel like I have, like I have to be very intentional when I go back and think about those things. Whereas it seems like it's more of a default to revert to some of the negative things in the past we had talked about initially where there's a lot of regret there. There's, you know, maybe ways that I've mistreated someone or whatever that is. Those seem to pop up for no reason. Sometimes it's a Tuesday afternoon and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, Oh, why am I feeling terrible about that? All of a sudden, why didn't the Hawaii memory come up? Why don't those come up more? Why do the ones that I'm, that I'm, that I'm feeling terrible or or that make me feel terrible seem to, I seem to be, for whatever reason, wired that way, where these 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 make more of an appearance than I'd like them to. Do you think that has to do with self forgiveness? I mean, I I I would it it would it almost has to, I guess, to a certain degree, right? I just I think that you know we we had an episode on forgiveness before, and I don't know that we ever addressed. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that we addressed self forgiveness in there somewhere, but I think. Forgiving yourself is one thing, but not feeling like you've been forgiven by somebody maybe that you've wronged. You can kind of forgive yourself as much as you like, but is that going to compensate for not necessarily being forgiven by someone else? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's actually more important. Okay. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm, because inc- I I'm think, inclined to believe, to, to agree with you, but it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. I, I think it works in both ways. I think it's pretty situational depending upon the person because also it's true. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I mean, you just, you don't have to look very far in the world to see, um, both great things and not great things. And you kind of wonder, you know, how people sleep at night that do shitty things. And well, you they're kind sociopaths. Of, well, and, and that's the thing. So it's kind of like, then they don't seem to have an issue with, self-forgiveness right because they have no empathy they have no yeah yeah. so whether that's i mean maybe six of one half dozen of the other but whether that's just a lack of even caring to forgive oneself or just like you're like you're speaking about a lack of all those characteristics and traits Uh, and then there are other people that will beat themselves up to no end you're 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 looking at one of them man for sure you're also looking at one of them and so that's why i say I think self-forgiveness probably counts for more than if a, if the person that you hurt forgives you. If they're like, don't worry about it. Okay, fair enough. But 
if, if, if you and I are being very honest with each other and saying that we beat ourselves up for, for past mistakes or regrets or whatever that is, and I'm going to just assume, or maybe I'll just ask you, like, have, 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 have you been good at practicing self-forgiveness? Like, have you done that work and still felt just as shitty about certain things? I have. Yeah. Okay. So then how can we, how can we uh, honestly say to each other that it's most, that is more important without, or, or, or are we not doing it right? Well, much like, much like speaking about this, you know, hard coherence and upregulation, upregulating your genes and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't think it's easy. Like, no, it's, it can't be. No. And that's the thing going back to the whole response to this stuff where people say, Oh, well, well, if I just think about it, it's going to come true. <laughs> and I don't know why every person who thinks that has that voice, but. Um, <laughs> but they do. I but mean, they it's do. Yeah, it's always, yeah, it's always those skeptics that are like, well, it's so easy. Man. Yeah, I've seen that guy on CNN, man. Yeah, yeah. all the time. But that, but that's the thing. It's because it's not easy. It's not easy. No. Try it. No. And like, it, like really try it. Like, really try and get super dialed in. I mean, can you get a semblance of it the first time you do it? Probably, yeah. Can you? Will you be able to feel your heart and everything like that? But will you be able to do it for ten minutes straight? Sure. Without yeah. thinking about, oh, this is what I have to do at work tomorrow, or I need to cut the lawn, or mm-hmm. or thinking about something that you're beating yourself up about. Can you do it for ten minutes straight? If you can, credit to you. Yeah, credit to you for sure. Because ten minutes, as far as I'm concerned, is an eternity when it comes to that kind of thing. It yeah. exactly is an eternity. So yeah. that's why I. That's why to someone answer your question like why can't you be better at self-forgiveness because it's not easy yeah yeah Yeah. like it's it's really easy to say you know what i'm human i made a mistake i wouldn't do that now right i know better yep um but doesn't take away the fact no it doesn't yeah, yeah it doesn't take away that you didn't do better at the time yeah and i i do think we readily i i think i my experience is i think we forgive other people quicker and easier than we forgive ourselves i could not possibly agree with you more so yeah so that's why i kind of think i that's why my opinion is sort of that i, I believe it matters more because mm. mm. it's your own freedom you know what i mean do you do you hold any grudges man are there people out there that you haven't forgiven uh i don't think so like it's a good question i don't i don't think so okay because again it just seems easier to just say like all right well i guess i've done some work to realize that a lot of stuff that happens in life isn't personal even though it happens to you personally it's not really personal you should try not to take it personally um so i don't know i don't think i i don't i don't think i do yeah do you i don't I, yeah it's a good question man i don't i don't have a lot of grudges like i just i don't i if anything it's it, it comes back to i i think about more myself than anything you yeah know, it's, me it's, too. it's 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 tough so I mean, you know, shout out to anybody who's who, who's out there struggling with the same thing. I mean, you're a hundred percent not alone. It's um, mm-hmm. it's it's not easy to do. Uh, regret is a real thing. Uh, living in the past, as much as we try and convince ourselves that we shouldn't do that, if you've got these things that keep on popping up into your reality, into your consciousness, and you think about them and you feel awful, fuck, man, I am right there with you. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I really, really am. And Jim and I are two guys that feel like we should know better, but. Man, we struggle with that stuff. We 100% do. Yeah. It's, Step uh, one is always awareness. It, and we, if, if there's anything on this, on this, on this, you know, podcast that we have talked about and believe in, it, you know, it's certainly self-awareness. That's for sure. It's a really hard thing to grasp because I can really see someone saying, well, what am I supposed to do with my thoughts? Like this thought comes up. 
So, you know, like, how do I stop it from coming up? And I think really the answer is you probably don't stop it at no, first. No, I don't think... Okay. I think you you identify it and become aware of it. Yeah. And then you try to get in a better place. Agreed. From there. And if that's even just saying... That's if again, if that's even just acknowledging that okay, I'm having this this thought and it's not great, um, okay. But then I think you go from there in terms of the duration of how long that thought lasts and right. stays in your consciousness, and then maybe from there, that's kind of the catalyst that starts working on the bottom end of it, and so you don't even they don't even originate, they don't come up as much anymore. I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't. But I mean, I think that there's a lot of power in what you're saying, man, like to be able to kind of identify what's happening to, you know, take a step back, be the observer, like Eckhart Tolle says, see that thought and be like, okay, well, who's in control here? My thoughts in control or am I in control of my thoughts? You know, where is this going to take me? Am I going to allow it to take me there? Like, don't get me wrong. It's a fucking struggle sometimes and I get it. But, you know, to have that awareness, to be able to see that and then try and be powerful, you know, try and fucking, you know see if you can take it someplace else yeah and i think you really do have to actively forgive yourself like you have to say that stuff to yourself sure you just you know you have to you have to say i'm 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 going to forgive myself i'm going to i didn't do great then and and even if you sort of don't believe it it's fake it till you make it is is a thing it really is it's super 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 (laughs) is and and you kind of have to the other thing that actually reminds me about um i can't remember what alex said this in context to but it was um it was in it was last class i think he was saying about the concept of um of letting something go and you know usually you just have the flood of thoughts like when you lay down to go to sleep right cuz sort of you've shut everything else off except your mind sure yeah that just doesn't quit sometimes yeah and and his advice was think about it like think about it don't try and push it out of your mind Think about that which is creating this discomfort. Think about mm. that which is creating the unrest. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Like, let it in. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. it in and think about it. And that's kind of like the first step to letting it go is letting it in. Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's a different take. I dig that, man. I yeah. missed that class. Yeah. Well, it was just a recording of him from another class. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he says a lot of brilliant shit. That's yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, I hope we've said a lot of brilliant shit here today. Yep. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, at least you think so, Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do too. And you're all brilliant for listening. That's for sure. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, we, we hope that you got just as much out of this episode as uh, Jim and I did. Have a great week. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Bye. Thanks Love you all. too. Bye-bye.